got a fanny pack name right there. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing today? Take a moment. Catch the vibe. You know this song. You've heard it before. You are now tuned into your heard radio. Where life moves from the verb of your words. That is the actions of your words. And today, we're just taking a moment to listen to it slowed down. You have to take a moment to slow down to speed up. We all know the story. The tortoise. The rabbit. Maybe some of you call it the turtle. Same family. And that's right, you guessed it, we family. Another day, another pleasure. It is I, your host. Soon coming. Amadi. And it's a pleasure today to kind of bring you into a more vulnerable space this is for the pocket for the ones searching for it on youtube and still not finding quite enough luck quite enough experiences so today we had another experience as the french may or may not say i'm on air with my lady my partner my girlfriend also known as Dalatika, how you living? I'm good. I'm good. How you feeling this morning? Mm-hmm. Light. That's a good feeling, right? That is. Mm. That intermittent fasting is coming in. That's right. So we'll start right there. We've been hitting this intermittent fasting, eating eight hours out of the 24-hour a day, 16 hours of fasting. It's been up over a little bit over two weeks now. I can say for myself, I'm hungry still. I'm, I'm still playing catch up. I'll say that right now. But hey, they say fast is good for you, so to be continued. After after day three, it got easy, but the first two days I was starving at 10 p.m. and I stopped eating at 8 p.m. How was the transition for you? It was. I think the mornings are hard. At night, it's okay, but the mornings are hard. Because right when you want to wake up, you want to have some food, something to munch on. They always say, mm-hmm. like, you know, within 30 minutes of when you wake up, you have to have something. So I just programmed my mind like that for ages. Mm-hmm. Now I have to, like, figure out what to do in the next four hours and, like, how to occupy my time. And then eventually it goes by really fast. But yeah, yeah. When it gets to 11, it's like the crunch time. One more oh, hour. Sorry. It's like being in class. Remember when you were in class and you're like, you had 30 minutes on the clock and you keep looking up and it's like, damn, this is the longest hour of the day. Yeah, I remember those days thinking back. And now here we are, grown, 29 years old, foreign feeling. Mm-hmm. The time slept on in class or in school, I'll have to say, has always been the hallway. Oh, yeah. Like the time in between when the bell rings, it's always like a forgotten but very necessary time. That three minute before and i was the type to walk into the right when the bell rang like i'm still you know i'm on time but i use up the full three minute hallway time i enjoyed those one foot in one foot out (laughs) yeah yeah man well hey let's jump right into it for the listeners you know Mm -hmm. coffee bean hey had the light coffee bean playing in the background but uh 
I think uh, what we're going to go over today, we're going to just hit one aspect, uh, again, of our personal experience, and that is interracial dating. Uh, we'll, we will be revisiting uh, different aspects of it as time goes on, but I think this is a great introduction. So I think uh, where I want to start is uh, uh, the beginning. Like, what are the first issues that come to interracial dating? We see movies about it. Uh, the most recent one we watched was... Uh, Wahala. Wakanda, Wahala. Namaste. Namaste. Wahala. Yeah, And that that's a, a Nigerian woman getting with... Uh, what was the gentleman? Indian man. Indian man, yes. And uh, it was similar to our relationship. You know, I'm West African and yourself. Indian. Yeah, there it is. So we, uh, it's just the opposite genders. It was, a, it was a funny movie, good movie. I had some points that we definitely been like, I felt that. You Triggering. Know, triggered. Uh, and the biggest thing I want to say to all you out there in the racial dating, remember it's about you. Um, you're all probably going through this roller coaster, this like six flag experience of who are you doing it for? You know, when, uh, and it's not the typical uh, American pie kind of, you know, both families on board, blah, blah, blah. Maybe the most is you don't agree on the recipe. It's a lot stronger than that. It's deep, it's almost religious, you know? So uh, with that, I want to say like, we'll start with the beginning. So I want to say in the beginning of our relationship, we, um, we dealt with just like we're getting to know each other and that was the fun part and then the reality happened of like uh having like our life that blends you talk to your parents daily you know i talk to mine and then blending that and also knowing it's not fitting uh the picture or the book that your parents have written for you in some cases i'll take a step back so with our situation um my parents did not agree with our relationship and still do not agree with our relationship. And so that prejudice um, and their, I guess, attitude mm -hmm. um, definitely bled into our relationship, which made it the biggest struggle. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, it really discounted a lot of the experiences and like even stalled some of the experiences that we're now getting to just because of that put tug in what is it push and pull push mm -hmm. and pull mm -hmm. um and you know there there had to be there had to be a time where i'm like okay i love them and i love you mm -hmm. now which what love do i choose and do i continue investing in because what i realized was their I think their aggression and like their opinions and the emotional mm -hmm. exhaustion that I felt um, and, and their influence yeah. in our relationship um, did it wasn't helping for, for them and it wasn't helping us. Yeah. Um, so I had to make a choice and I was like, you know, you know, you guys have been around for the majority of my life and mm. I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, without you guys, I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be me. Yeah. Right. Period. But then, okay. So who's gonna be there for me once you guys are gone? I hate to think that way, but who's gonna be there for me mm -hmm. uh, when you guys are gone? Um, who's gonna be in that forever love? You can say. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, and I, I choose you, Amadi. 
soon, mm-hmm. right? To be that person for me. And so I, I had a sw- switch on where I put more, I guess, where I put more energy. Um, so essentially, you had to fast from your parents. Yes. Right, less uh, less time eating what they're trying to feed, and uh, and uh, and also, again, just like the intermittent fasting, it was just off off put, off timing, not something you're used to, right? Uh, but you're doing it for your benefit. So I didn't really lose anything. I, I don't think uh, you can't be thinking like I lost anything, or if I'm putting things on hold, mm-hmm. like because I gained you mm-hmm. and like the stronger bond I have with you. Mm-hmm. So for the better mint, right? Mm-hmm. It's like fasting, right? You're like, Oh, I, I'm like all losing all these hours in my day and I could mm-hmm. be munching on this and this and that. But really you're, um, fasting and you're holding on to certain things while you're focusing on like these like prime times yeah, to really like, make an impact and that's why i feel like in this relationship i'm like i'll put them on hold i was like you know like this is something i can't control and no matter what i do mm-hmm. it's not gonna really help me mm-hmm. but i can control is my future and what i have with you and we are in full agreement with um and i'm putting putting that time and reallocating within us and i think we're making really good progress personally yeah i agree i agree and I feel it took a while to get here. So for those who Absolutely. think the whole thing is uh, a smooth ride, is that I'm here to tell you first, things are not as smooth as they appear. You know, it's not as smooth as the photos you see on the gram. Uh, the reality of it is it's a constant um, negotiation on, you know, how to make each other happy. And with that, you learn. And then especially a lot about yourself mm-hmm. where off top, what I what I struggle with is personally, you know, being apologetic or or being wrong. You know, it's it's hard to to like fathom or admit as a man. So uh, and then even knowing, you know, what I'm saying like you add up all the numbers and it's like, you know, two times two is four. But I said three point five. Then we look at it. Then, you're, you know, your your mouth wrinkles up like, oh, well. I'm still not wrong though. Good night. <laughs> so, uh, just being able to like face that, face yourself. So, uh, that's just a, something that I got to say as a precursor. Cause I, I don't like when, again, there's a few things I have pet peeves with people as we get older. Oh my God, I'm hella old on oh, my knees. Oh, I'm not 20. All right. It's a reality. We getting older. Don't bring that energy, you know? And then I also don't like just thinking like everything is like, um, if, you get in more than two or three arguments within the year that maybe there's someone else for you. Uh, like, because again, it's not like the movies, the master and cut your love stories. Like uh, it's not high school musical, you know? Cause, uh, uh cause uh, even if you're not agreeing and you're not seeing eye to eye mm-hmm. with one person, it's going to be the same ish when you're with somebody else, you're going to, you're going to find things you're not going to agree on. Mm-hmm. So what differentiates you this cur- this current relationship with maybe someone you might may potentially have yeah is how do you go about the those like disagreements and misalignment and that method and like 
the attitude is what changes it could, it could be the most shitty si- situation to something very positive and very fulfilling and mm-hmm. that's what goes there within our relationship if you come in, so yeah so what are ways that you've learned through this to deal with things better um as far as like the experience right like i think um i'm learning dealing with disagreements you know yeah there's extreme ways uh you know just walking out the door just leaving or there's ways of going hey i do need a moment to walk out the door and take a breather or there's just i'm out you'll figure out what happens you know where we let the anger speak for us and i feel like that is uh the things that as people we have to be accountable and think of that like as our voice is raising and going i know it's raising but do i decide to bring it down or do is it already too late or agreeing that uh you should let me know when it's going when my voice is raising and we should stop or the this disagreement isn't going anywhere we're in circles let's both take a break from this conversation it's not over it's not like yo why we always gotta talk it's like hey it's too much heat here to even continue we were hurting each other we're just gonna both get burned now so let's take a breather and revisit it and set a time 9 a.m or in the next three hours fellas i stress big trust setting a time to follow up is very imperative to fixing whatever disagreement you have to let it go on and validates the situation and trust i didn't have to watch tiktok videos to understand this is all from personal experience and that way it's not like hey i'm revisiting this and i'm out and doing something and not even thinking about it is like you know it is being thought about and it'll be addressed you know and that's uh that's just a big thing i i have to say this tiktok university been learning hella stuff about you know toxicity and things like that and these 15 second videos so those have been pretty crucial it always sucks when you relate to the shit to the fullest and it's not you <laughs> i will say i always find my flaws when i'm looking at another person's relationship in 3d like in third person experiencing things you know mm. for example like even when i see i'll see other couples and people out and about with a dog and how to deal with it and see the same thing like the one person said said the other is like you don't have to say it that way then it's like dang yeah we'd be on that type of time like all right hey i already did that or why'd you do that to the dog? and then you go dang i'm watching these people deal with that situation that I dealt with maybe a week or two ago in a similar facet. And now I've already transcended past that situation or how I deal with that. So it's always interesting seeing repeats and other people's relationships in third person. And then it makes you think back and go, damn, I sound like that guy, you know, why are you always going to tell me what I can eat? And I'm like, damn, I cringed real quick. Cause I felt that. And like, I was in that position and it looks kind of bad from this situation all right let me let me switch it up now but it wasn't that i got advice from somebody but it was just witnessing when you finally witness yourself or see yourself in the mirror and go dang i snapped like that all right i don't like how that looked but i definitely reminded me of myself you know i don't know you have moments like that where you see someone whether it be maybe tv show or like in person you see a couple going through it and you go dang i sound like her i would be saying those exact same points same actually there's times where i make those observations and i like uh draw some parallels with my current relationship mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't want to be like that i don't want to be like her 
it is a struggle it's a constant learning because you're i feel like you don't know again and it sounds so cliche but if you don't know until it's too late and you do and you do the retrospectives or you don't know until you see it from a different angle and that could be seeing couples do in front of you and you know obviously you're not going to see a lot of that in real life because people keep their stuff private and they don't really they're not usually exploding in front of you mm-hmm. but tv shows for sure and like and i and i learn a lot from from us mm-hmm. because when we have these moments where we're kind of going back and forth and and i see what m- my actions do to you mm-hmm. and like the hurt that i cause you and like how i feel like shit right after because i i across lines or i said something that just didn't make any sense or didn't keep the conversation moving mm-hmm. i'm like and just those moments where i'm like wow you like that that was ruthless like that was ruthless and i i never like why did i do that to right the person there. that i love the thing that i have to call out to the fellas i think you're like you know, I'm gonna know where you at. You said I felt bad right away. Like, and that's for us. Men don't feel bad right away. Don't say that. You know, it has to be like a three day thing. I hate y'all. You know, holla at me <laughs> and message you if you agree. Put up one of these emojis, fellas, on this episode when you check it out. But I'm saying it's just like the, nah, like it is what it is. And then day four, like, dang, maybe that was kind of foul not even like it was foul we still in denial maybe it was kind of foul then next year yeah remember last christmas when i didn't get you a gift and i argued with you just so i wouldn't have to that was foul <laughs> a year later <laughs> I hate y'all. but i saved money by switching my car insurance to geico <laughs> <laughs> and not getting you a gift uh <laughs> perfect yeah 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 now, no, no, uh, don't want to make this sound like a sourpuss or nothing like that. We are coming with this, but we're coming with a more like we're coming with this tone like of understanding. So that's why we're talking in this lowness. But however, we are in a good place and you have to go through those trials and 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 visit. Uh, sometimes revisit the conversations you hate revisiting. But to get to go full circle, because, again, we're not going to go too deep in every direction. Uh, we're here addressing the interracial couples. OK, so to y'all. You may be Hispanic and white. You might be Korean and black. It might be, you know, black and Hispanic. I mean, there's so many combinations. It's infinite. You know what I mean? In the interracial game. But love is love. So love is love. Love that. And and uh, I kind of want to bring us into the beauty part. Because right now there is the the biggest difference that we've noticed is the cultural difference. There is um this, there's the feeling of your family going, you're not going to carry the exact tradition that we've always carried, you know the the hispanic on hispanic tradition the indian on indian tradition like the jumping over the broom or finding the ring in the rose water or you know there's these certain things like oh you won't do all these things and we won't understand the same joke so that's the fear from the elder when you try to look at it in their perspective their fear is oh all these things i've practiced with my grandma my mom before you're gonna lose now because you decided to go outside of our practice and then on the other end, what we're finding is the beauty in 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 the similarities of a lot of um, the similarities. It may be said differently, but however, like addressing elders in my culture and your culture, you know, 
addressing them first going through a whole party and introducing yourself to everybody not just walking in and nope oh, where's the food but taking the time to introduce yourself to every single person before you get comfortable because i've been in the position of walking into the party just going straight to the food and they're going dang you ain't gonna say hi to me so i had to learn that even in my own culture in that way of going all right and never and from being called out and learn that i transcend that into everybody's family that i meet oh i went to this quinceanera i'm going through the whole thing hey hey my name's amadi hey my name's amadi hey my name it might be over 70 times but you go oh it's just a respect thing now so um that's what what we enjoy about the interracial relationship is like being able to learn just to learn and and get excited on the things that do align and match up and then Mm -hmm. being questioning on the things that don't and and why is it done that way and is that something we want to continue together or infuse both of our pieces to make a new piece you know yeah like a little perfect blend yeah you know what i'm saying make that candlestick so uh what we're uh, what i want to implore is as listeners like tell us about your experience you know please reach out to the you heard radio um instagram um you heard twitter i'm not really active on these things but these things are for you guys to reach the show in order for you know to make things i can make some polls make it popping but uh that way we can address things on our next on our next collaboration you know we can address things either um that we're comfortable in ourselves to to help enlighten you and give you that experience or shed the light on your story you know uh because the more stories that can be heard um both me soon and dalatika feel like it's very important as we've seen a few youtube videos um we will shout them out i think we could shout out that black couple the one that yeah. showed me about meeting the parents we can tag their video mm-hmm. uh just so people can see some resources because again representation is very important right may that be in the workplace uh in your schooling just in your life and experiences so if i go up here and uh, online and find diversity in everything except for the relationship it's just crazy to feel alone uh, everyone's experience is going to be different yes. we can both be indian and black but you'll have a totally different experience than ourself but at least to know that someone's out there experiencing that with you will give you at least some power to go all right i'm not in this battle alone it's the support thing um i met a few randoms um and i'll, I'll tag them and just because I saw an Instagram post about it and, you know, I saw people tagging their couples or the mm-hmm. interracial couples and, like, the struggle they had. And, I, um, you know, and I, I was able to just have these, like, honest, vulnerable, vulnerable conversations. Like, hey, how did you guys get past this? And mm-hmm. how did you guys overcome this? Like, um, And most of the time we're still not past it, you know. It, it's an ongoing journey. It's a marathon. Yeah. It's not something that. It's so I'm still living it now. Am I doing the right thing? I hope so, but it's a little victories. You gotta celebrate those, mm-hmm. you know. And like we're like, oh, well, we haven't gone past this yet. Like we we're still struggling. There hasn't been any change. Like there's no progress. I feel like you have to celebrate the little wins. And like I feel like what and whenever we get a little closer, and our love deepens, and I see it and I feel it. Mm-hmm. that's a win and a victory victory flawless right mm-hmm. um and i yeah i i totally agree i think more people that speak on this stuff with interracial where you have either the parents mostly it's the parents i really feel like a lot of times it's the parents that mm-hmm. are not vibing with the relationship or the person of choice um or whatever you know there's so many levels and layers 
Uh, and I think that support group and that platform, this mm. platform particularly, can be that a, a way to have have those conversations, mm-hmm. right? Um, to provide tips and tricks. Yeah. Um, to you know, to know just like to carry on and like in picking your battles. Yeah. You know, like there's a relationship, which is already a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But when we have an interracial relationship where everything and not everyone hey. is uh, uh, seeing eye to eye, then you have families. And when hey. families get tied <laughs> into it and then you're working on an, on the individual level mm-hmm. as a couple, as a unit, and then the families get involved. Um, All I have to say is I feel you have to strengthen the couple strength and, and deter from the family drama until you guys can be on the same page because there's nothing like being off put by cousins uncles aunties or people throwing you off and then you have to look at each other like do we agree on this stuff like do you have my back right now and that makes you feel more exiled in the situation like we're together but we're not because we're not like you know they're putting you on the spot and there's things we haven't addressed as one so definitely you know tighten the glue between yourself and then you should be able to address the family situations you know family over and you you two over any anyone else because you're in the relationship with each other. And right. And as you said, it is work. We want to emphasize work part, right? The first the first two like to, to describe a great relationship, the first month or two or three, it's like when you got accepted to college or you got the interview that you posted on Facebook, hey guys, I'm about to do my interview today. The excitement of the unknown of what's are you getting the job? Are you not uh you know, you're accepted to the college, but once you get accepted, that's when you got to start buying the books, paying for your quarters, getting into your classes, registering. And that's what the relationship is. The When you get past, oh, I'm so excited to go to like foster and get into this and that. I'm so excited for my program. Now I'm in the program. Damn, shit's due at 1159. And I got to take care of it, you know. Uh, so that is it. And I want to just call out to the couples out there that have been together for over a year. And then you see the fresh couple coming in, just still huggy, huggy, kissy, kissy. And then you guys are like, damn, do we lose the love? Like, you know, you just got to uh, find ways to find the spice infinitely every year. You have to somehow up the last Valentine's Day, up the last birthday, up the last Christmas. Add some spark. It's an infinite battle. It never stops. Some of them. So there's some out there that get it. And for y'all, put us on like. Give us the tips. Hit up, hit this up. You laughing right now, looking at each other, reading each other's mind, not even in the same room going, these folks need some help. We do. So tell us how you kept it zesty. And I, and I bet you one thing, just like, you know, the girls with the biggest booties out there still got to wipe their ass. You know, we ain't looking at the... <laughs> We ain't looking at the fact that yeah, it's all booty. It's like there's still that there's I feel like the ones that have the most perfect looking relationships still have the most potent arguments, all right? That's all I'm saying that you don't see you only see the the views that they show. <laughs> so with that, uh we we going to be back. It ain't over. You know what I mean? We're going to uh, I have a question though. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm going to interview you for just like a minute. Um what do you find that is the most enjoyable what do you love about this relationship your smile and i'll answer as well i'm gonna give it to you your cooking good looking you said you want to give it first or? you you do it go, 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 uh, go. i just like the most when i just think close my eyes has been the elevation and the and like when i say that 
there's a, a lot of this relationship bleeds into my passion, which is speaking to the people here. And it comes organically without having to to ask for it. It's just you. there's a lot of things you do and show me that I learn about myself or from yourself that transcends into here, into my passion. It finds my passion through very detailed cliche ways. You're cooking. The smell of the spice going down. The love put into it. You ain't out here easy baking, microwaving. No, no, no. You're making it raw with care, with time. Time that's invaluable. You see, it's the way you smile at me. That look you give me. You know that look, the look I be describing, right? I could put it to you this way. You, you set my soul on fire. Not just a spark, but a flame. A roaring flame. It uh, makes me want to jump up and down like a large kangaroo. And there's no sky or no limit I can stop my bounce from coming down. May these details describe what I say, but it's through the thought that it can only be expressed for reality. There's not enough dimension to really describe it perfectly. And that's what I like. Because uh, being in a relationship, you should always be elevating together or going up from where you last were at. And when I can feel those aspects, um, you know, through dinner, through experience, through food, you know, through speaking, through conversations, through things that have nothing to do with anything, but then has something to do with something, then like, I enjoy that, the newness of like certain information and knowledge. So, uh that's what I enjoy most about the relationship, the elevation aspect. Because if I wasn't feeling like I was moving up or going up um, in any way, like mentally or physically, then I would think it's time to stop, you know, respectfully. Yeah. So you got to apply the pressure. So, yeah. And then you yourself. Um, uh, uh, there's two things that really I enjoy. Um, one is that you're so hard working and you have high expectations for yourself and you want to keep at it and keep going and getting to the next level in your you know in your career a and what you're doing right now you're always like non-stop like how am i going to do this better how am i going to elevate and you, that seeing that enthusiasm and that drive i feed off of that and i want and it makes me want to do more there's that um, I love our inside jokes. I mm. love the little like silly, stupid stuff that we say that like if you we said this in a room full of strangers, they'd be like, okay, all right. What mm-hmm. are they talking about? Mm. Right. And it's just like this, like, and then we just get really hype over that. Um, it's just ongoing. Just j- we're both jokesters and just goofy individuals. Mm-hmm. So just knowing when we can turn that on. And like have fun with each with each other and and just keep going. Like I, I enjoy that. And I could just I could be real and raw with you. Mm-hmm. That's another reason. Um almost too raw. <laughs> we ain't gonna mention that. There's beauty in that. It's so yeah. lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the I feel like um you know, like in all relationships you 
no matter if it's interracial or you guys are just same same um you gotta fight and you gotta keep at it and you gotta keep you know it's a it's a full-time job like it or not mm-hmm. and you gotta put in work overtime overtime at times unpaid you, know? you get paid <laughs> dick pussy you get paid <laughs> the deeper you in the less the payment is Let's, uh, <laughs> tell them hey well hey with that you know thanks for indulging in this here uh again uh i can't stress enough reach out tell us stories and uh, what i want to do i promise to at least the listeners is you know at least once a month we'll tap in and we'll give you that interracial game you know or receive that interracial game and share that you're yeah mm-hmm. so with that i want to slide into our local to global uh i got two people on me um it's rihanna jones mm-hmm. and what she specializes in and what and the services that she specializes in is interior design in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, she did and provided us concepts and ideas as well as the furnitures and also a budget that we can work with. Mm-hmm. And um, just to speak on that a bit, um, she can do it globally because uh, with FaceTime, Zoom, she can do the exper- experience for you. Um, what what kind of goes in the background of that? Doing measurements yourself in the room. There's apps on your phone that can measure using yard sticks. Ooh, ooh, but just getting that ground for her, letting her uh, going through the interview process, letting her know your palette, where and and the whole experience is very fun. She gifted us with that and remodeling our new place, and uh, it was such a a great experience. It, you know, like seeing the color palettes and watching everything come into fruition. Like once it's on the dock and in there, and she has some other of her other techniques. And uh, and it's a good um, experience as far as being the uh, being the middleman. There's sometimes like right away before that, we had disagreements on things like I want this kind of culture, I want that in there, and having someone kind of tell you the benefits of the TV being in the room or not being in the room, and then coming to a, a, an agreement uh, makes that whole process smoother than a, a week long argument and then no win, you know? Right. So. Uh, uh, She's an amazing. She's incredible. Very well done. Yeah. I believe she does graphic designing as well. Yeah, she does graphic designing. Um, she she's a painter, so just very. She has so many little facets that she. Renaissance woman. Yes, for sure. So we'll have her tagged, uh, but definitely look into that for interior designing. It'll definitely change the aura and ambiance of your self being being in a place that you enjoy. Maybe your house looks tropical. Maybe it looks deserty. Maybe it looks, you know. Um, Mediterranean. Mediterranean, you know, just having that vibe when you walk in and people go, I mean, wow, I just feel a vacation in here. <laughs> like she really picks, picks um, aspects of your personality, too. And like the room that we're sitting in, there's so much, let's say, like the Black Panther influence. Mm-hmm. We have the Mamba influence that transcends into yeah. the Black Panther, which right. goes into, you know, palace vibes. Um, and, and I have I, one more. Can I? Um, it's Julian um man ties and i really apologize if i didn't say your name right yeah we'll have it tagged below he's a photographer Mm -hmm. um in the austin area um he's really good he doesn't get the limelight that he needs and i think this is a great time to shout him out because he is spectacular and he knows what he's doing yeah exactly so uh he did a shoot uh for us uh, ivy park one um 
some pictures you can see you know you'll see on nasa's page and uh, he has a lot of other things coming so for sure tap in good experience again good vibe everything is always about the vibe so when it's not local to global it's there because the experience is what will keep you coming back yeah or referring uh, and then as for me i'm gonna just coming off the photography it's only suiting that i shout out my younger cousin yannick bois y bois all right, fashion model NYC Milan. He's actually out in Italy, the Americano. So uh, tapping with him. If there's any Italy listeners, you know you know what to do. Hit him up. Let him know what's good. Let him know the good vibes. But I'm sure he's already finding them because he has that kind of drip that just makes you want to invite him anywhere. Like, you need to come to my party. In fact, how about you just marry my wife? <laughs> She's yours. But that's what, that's what the <laughs> he's drip comes cool cat. He's a cool cat. Uh, and he's looking for the skate parks. He enjoys that on his hobby time. So, you you know any uh, secret cuts, tunnels? Let that boy live. Let him know. And uh, I want to go into this. Again, everything is so fluent. Uh, Depop of the week. So, for the Depop of the week, I'm going to bring it back for this one. I want to bring it back to the one that got me started in my Depop. I've made it to, I believe, 26 sold items so far it's been a fun side hustle uh, uh i'm enjoying the process so tap in so von's fits that's my cousin javon uh on depop von's fits v-o-n-s-f-i-t-z um he got me in just by his passion uh one he has a few resources he made some videos to show you the techniques and tips and tricks to make up to a thousand dollars into a month in a within a given month and uh get your following up in there and the culture of it the the verbiage uh, and he makes them in a way that's very fun to watch <laughs> so i will have his youtube videos tagged and his page uh again what i like about his depop not on the bias of just being family but straight up his background has boom boxes and for me that's a hitter i'm a 90s baby i love vintage i love uh you know lyrical raps uh you know i was born in the bronx so beatboxing you know break dancing so when i see these boombox and cassette players it hits home for me and aesthetically just seeing the different fits in front of him it's just well done he does a nice fold he gives you the um the date stamp when it's from the 94 when it's from 03 so you see what you're getting and he has just a very hot selection from obey shirts to bob marley vintage shirts to green bay packer heat to the travis scott heaters i mean telfair like my guy has uh when i look at it it's an arsenal and it's great prices for this arsenal you're not you're not going over 40 bucks for something that should be over 40 he does it for the people so again he inspired me to get my page going uh which is let that boy live tap in and uh right now we're gonna close you guys out with the gift of positivity so uh what you got for him i want to say uh, happy belated happy mother's day Mm -hmm. um to all the immigrant moms that left their country hey. with some rando and then ended up having us um, right. to <laughs> right you know all that struggle so shout out to the mothers and then um i'm gonna shout out well yeah i'm gonna shout out my mom so you know love thank <laughs> love you mom thank you happy belated mother's day when you hear this because it's like mother's day was yesterday mm -hmm. so this but it never ends yeah it never ends mm-hmm and then uh, I want to say uh, for the ones out there, drink water. Uh, something new. Shout out to Greg. He put me on to these track workouts. 
So if you're looking for a faster way to burn um, than running that long distance, hit them track workouts. I'll give you a quick one. Two, three, 300 meters, two 200 meters, and one 100 meter. Yeah, with that being said, uh, that'll be enough to get you... <laughs> I'm still hurting. That's all I got to say. It definitely hurts more than running three miles at once. Uh, and you'll burn more. If you're looking to burn more fat and keep that booty, ladies, you need to do that sprints. Um, that's where it's at. The long distance will lose all that. I know that's very big. So with that, drink hella water, run, push yourself mentally, and... Uh, no, it's straight. Push yourself mentally, and uh, we're going to slide out. Uh, we're going to slide out to something... Something bobbity boot bop beep. All right. So with that being said, we signing off. Peace, y'all. So. Yeah, Fanny Pack, man.